Hey everyone, happy new year and welcome back to the Life by Taylor podcast where we learn and grow together. I am already loving the energy of the beginning of this year. I want to say thank you to every single person who joined the new year energy workshop that I hosted. Those of you who booked one-on-one calls to go over your new year plans, I just want to say thank you so much because you really inspired me to get clear on my vision for this year and really ask myself some tough questions about last year. And I can really see how the positive momentum is building already. But I also want to say that if you have a slower start to this year, if you're having a soft launch into 2024, be kind to yourself and have grace in that process. No one's experience is an accident. Last year at the beginning of the year, I really just let myself sail into 2023 without doing any of that kind of work. And that's exactly what I needed last year. So I just want to remove any pressure from anyone hearing this that you needed to or should have sat down and got clear on your goals and write down your New Year's resolutions and have this vision in mind. It's also okay if not. But of course, for those of us that are experiencing this beginning start, this fresh start, this new energy, which is what I'm feeling, and I really felt like I needed this for a long time now. It's been a long time coming. I hope that if you're following me on Instagram, if you follow me on TikTok, you can feel the presence, you can feel the energy, and that in some way it is contagious and hopefully it is inspiring you to show up this year and go after whatever it is you desire. Today's podcast episode is really special because normally my podcast episode is all about my inner world, my heart's desires, and the way I'm experiencing this world as someone who's really sensitive and in tune with her heart and her intuition. But I wanted to give you guys a different kind of podcast episode today. You may or may not have noticed that I've kind of shifted my focus online to help people show up online authentically. I have been called to do this for over a year now, actually since I made that podcast episode last January on how to show up on social media and overcome the fears of doing that. Since last year, I've had this journal that I have dedicated to all of my content ideas and all of my insights and wisdom and things that pop into my head for me to write down and just collect and collect and collect until I felt ready to pursue this as a pivot in my career. What I have learned and what I have understood as someone who's basically created her own personal brand by being herself and using social media for the past seven years, actually, professionally, but in this field of coaching and spirituality and personal development for the past four and a half years, is that social media has this insane potential to change your entire life. Without social media, I wouldn't be living the life that I live. I have full freedom. I'm my own boss. I've been able to run a full-time coaching business for the past three years, and I realize that there are so many things that I've learned the hard way and through experience and also with pleasure that I love to talk about and love helping other people implement. So my last three one-on-one clients that I signed on, all three of them are people looking to build authentic community online, show up and share their authentic voice online and attract their audience for whatever it is they're passionate about. One is just finishing writing her book, which I'm really excited to get her audience that will be aligned for this book that she's launching so that obviously this book can have more success and get to more people. Another one of my clients worked in a conventional route in the medicine field 
and slowly, slowly built up the courage to leave her job that she was not fulfilled in anymore to pursue her career as a holistic health coach. Obviously showing up online, sharing her own take, her own voice, her own personality and perspective on what it means to live a healthy life will attract people to her. And we're slowly, slowly going to build a coaching business around doing so. My third client is also a writer. She's also a yogi and she's also just a spiritual deep soul who wants to share what she's gone through in life and the things that she's experienced to inspire and help others move past their trauma, move past their pain and transform it through her art and her creativity. I have to say that I have never felt more in my purpose than I have the last few weeks as we started our coaching process, just really being able to reflect back to this person what I see as possible for them based on my experience and giving them the tools and the resources and the guidance to not only do the external work, which is obviously the content creation itself, the ideas for the content, what content to post where, how, but also the inner work to really get clear on how embracing themselves for who they are is the best thing to do to attract the audience that they need. And there are so many different things that I can say about this, especially after coaching them for two or three weeks now. I'm learning more and more and more by the questions that they ask and the things they have in common. And if you are interested in hearing more about the tips and tools that I have on how to overcome your fear of showing up authentically online and how to be magnetic online being yourself, I'm hosting a free masterclass, which is going to be very, very juicy, where I focus on how to overcome the limiting beliefs to succeed on social media, how to enjoy content creation, and how to attract the people that you want, either for your business, for your art, for your ideas, and your creativity. The free masterclass is going to be held this Sunday. So the podcast is released on Wednesday. It's going to be this upcoming Sunday. If you want to join live, click the link in the podcast description where you can sign up. However, if you are listening to this podcast episode after January 14th, you can click the link to get a recording of the free masterclass where you can watch it on your own time at your own pace at any time that you're listening to this. So let's get to the topic of today's podcast episode. Like I said, normally I'm talking about my inner world, my emotions, my feelings, but today I actually want to talk about a journey that I don't really share publicly and that I don't think I really shared anywhere ever. And that is the story behind the Life by Taylor brand, my coaching business, my online community and my podcast, how it started, how I got here, how I built this. I know a lot of people aspire to do something similar and I really just want to share my unique experience and my journey because I'm sure there's something that you can learn on yours if you're pursuing something similar. Now, what I'm about to share is not just relevant to people who want to be life coaches. What I'm about to share is how you can use social media to power your dreams as a resource to really attract the community that you need for whatever it is that you are passionate about. Whether you are a musician or a writer, whether you like to cook or want to pursue anything that involves having a community or clients that you can reach through the internet. So let's start. Around six years ago, I got my BA in government and diplomacy as an alumni of the Argove Fellowship Leadership Program. And in that honors program that I was accepted in in my third year of my studies, 
I was able to meet with some of the most influential leaders in the Jewish world all over the world. I traveled to Belgium, to China, to New York, Boston. I got to have insane access to some of the most powerful people on this planet. And in every conversation that we had with these people, we were just a group of around 20 people. We got to ask them whatever question we want. I saw so many things that overlapped between them. And I had a journal where I would write down all of these quotes and advice and things that I had access to that I so desperately wanted to share with other people. I also noticed that there was so much of a divide in our world between what's right and what's wrong, what's good, what's bad, left wing, right wing. And it angered me how much people on both sides of the political spectrum from different cultures, from different parts of the world agreed on things and how little people understood that. So when I finished my degree, my initial plan was actually to go to law school. I don't think it was ever my personal plan, but I tried to pursue that for a bit. You guys know that story. I let go of that. It was a huge disappointment to my father. It caused a lot of divide and obviously it was a very difficult time for me emotionally. But I said to myself, okay, well, if I know that law school is not for me, I'm going to pursue something that feels like it is for me and give it my all. So I actually remember this day, I was sitting at a cafe in Tel Aviv talking about how I want to start a vlog and how I want to get a camera and start talking and sharing my political opinions and sharing all these things that I learned in my degree directly to the public, directly to people. I knew even though I wanted to have a career that was going to change society and change the world, that it wasn't going to be through politics and it wasn't going to happen the conventional route that people take as policymakers. I knew that wasn't my calling. I knew that I don't fit in in that setting. So the first thing I did was actually buy a video camera. I had no experience in video creation. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I had no idea what I was going to say. But by chance, I was sitting in a cafe one day telling this to someone and he said, you know what, I actually have a friend for you. A friend of mine who just started his journey as a videographer. He's looking for things to experiment with and learn and basically get his hands on some projects just so he can build experience and build a portfolio of his work. It happened to be someone that I already know, someone that I was kind of friends with, not too close with. His name was Anthony, and this friend connected between us and the rest was history. Anthony and I actually sat every single day without getting paid for this, literally until three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning for eight hours a day, nine hours a day, Anthony, we would joke he had no life. He didn't see his girlfriend. Like I had no life. We didn't leave the apartment that I lived in. We would only create videos literally all day long. You're probably asking yourself how I provided for myself financially. I got a job as a waitress. I worked as a waitress. I worked as a personal assistant for a student at my university. And we just hustled and made videos and created day in and day out, making these videos, sharing them on Facebook. It didn't take too long before these videos started to pick up. And eventually these videos gained hundreds of thousands of views, up to millions of views. They did entire newspaper spread articles about me in Israel. I was on TV. I was sharing my thoughts, my opinions. I was basically living the dream that we set out to create together when I bought my camera. But at a certain point, I felt that politics and speaking about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict was not for me. I felt that anything that you say creates more divide. I was able to see more empathy for the other side, more compassion for the other side. As I grew on my spiritual path, as I learned more, as I read A New Earth, I kind of had a hard time 
playing into the games of the us versus them mentality and really fueling a fire that I didn't really believe in anymore. So I got a real job and I quit the videos and a lot of people were upset about it, but I got a real job. I was offered a job actually from a company that saw my videos online. And again, this goes back to my entire philosophy that putting yourself out there, having this resource where you can share yourself, your unique gifts, your unique talents, your voice, you actually have no idea what doors it's going to open, what opportunities it's going to present to you. And even just telling the story, I realized that my entire job that I did for two to three years, it was like two and a half years for this really cool CBD company. I got that job because I decided to share my voice online to begin with. So I was hired by a company called CBD Medic. It was actually called Abacus Health Products. It was a former pharmaceutical company that decided to make topical creams and topical products with CBD in them. And they wanted someone who understands the world of content and content creation. And I promised Anthony that if we ever stopped working together, no matter what offer I got, I would make it a condition that he has to come with me. So when I did my first calls with CBD Medic, I said, hey, no problem. I'm happy to accept this, but I have someone with me. Anthony and I ended up working for CBD Medic for a few years together. He actually still works with them and does projects for them. And for those two to three years, I had the most incredible job in the world. I was traveling to the Bahamas. I was working with NFL athletes, with the top CrossFit athletes in the world, creating digital content for this company, genuinely having the time of my life. As time went on, I started to feel this inkling and this calling to leave the comfort of this job. I had a great salary. I had shares in the company. I had a great position. I had a lot of responsibility. I honestly loved the people I worked with, but I started to feel this calling that I want to do more and I want to inspire people and that my true passion was always and has always been personal development and spirituality. And I felt this calling to either become a coach or start making content on that. And I started to do it as I had my full-time job, but at a certain point I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take the leap. I'm going to just full send into the content creation world, speaking about the things that I'm really passionate about. Again, I asked Anthony for some help and we started making videos about spirituality and personal development. I started to attract a small audience. I wouldn't say such a large audience at the beginning. And eventually I realized, okay, shit, I actually need money. I need to have a job because I need to pay my rent. I was living in Tel Aviv. It's a very expensive city. And I got this opportunity to be a personal assistant for the main actor in Fauda, Leo Raz. So I was his assistant. It was a temporary job where I was basically able to join him and work with him for four months on a production, a Netflix production that they were producing in Israel. I felt like it was worth a try because I said, you know, maybe actually I want to write scripts. Maybe I want to tell stories. Maybe I want to inspire people through screenwriting and I actually applied for a school to do screenwriting school in NYU at the time but before the production ended COVID started I lost my job abruptly the program at NYU was canceled and I found myself unemployed at home with nothing to do like everyone with nowhere to go and I said you know what I'm actually going to take my content seriously and I'm going to make the best content during this time to help people with their anxiety with their depression with their fear of the unknown the fear they have of this uncertainty of what's happening in the world I have so many tools and so much knowledge and so many things that I've read and I've learned I'm going to use my voice during this time and I'm going to be of service. 
So I started a blog. I would write book summaries after I read books and I would share tips on how to overcome the anxiety of what's going on in the world. And I was doing this with no intention to build a business. It was solely as an act of service, solely as a way to help other people, to keep myself busy, to do something that I love, to be able to share my gifts as someone who was able to stay calm and peaceful and positive during this time with other people. After a few months of doing that, I started to attract a really cool audience of people who really, really enjoyed what I was putting out there. And people started to ask me if I'm willing or able to coach them one-on-one, to have conversations with them one-on-one. And I didn't do a coaching course. I didn't really have any qualifications to coach people. And I would tell them up front, I would say, hey, listen, I actually am not a certified coach. I didn't do a coaching course, but I'm happy to have a conversation with you. I'm happy to be a mentor or you can call it mindset coach, whatever you want to. I'm happy to have these conversations with you. As long as you're aware of that and you're okay with that, let's do it. So I started coaching people here and there. It was like, I think two or three people. And eventually I decided to go back to LA temporarily because I couldn't afford my rent. I wasn't able to pay my rent. I wasn't making any money. I asked my dad, he said, no problem. So I moved back home. I went back to LA and I got a lot of resistance from my dad for my life decisions and what I decided to do and what I was trying to pursue. But I decided to still commit to that despite all of the resistance and all of his opinions that were really against what I was trying to create. And it gave me a lot of motivation. I have to say I will give him that credit and say that his lack of belief in me and his skepticism pushed me beyond my limit to the point where we actually had a really big falling out. I moved back to Israel with not enough money to move back into my apartment. My partner at the time, we rented this basement Airbnb that was much cheaper. We still let people sublet our apartment. And I went full force into trying to get clients through social media. I started with doing a coaching giveaway. I think over a hundred people commented on my first coaching giveaway post because I checked recently. And I was coaching up to 30 people a week. It sounds insane, but I was actually coaching 30 people a week for like $15 an hour, which is actually absurd. Like I can't believe that I did that, but I saw it as, you know what? I didn't get certified. I'm creating my own method. I'm creating my own way of doing this. I need to have as much experience as possible. And I actually did that for a year. As time went by, I obviously raised my prices. My coaching business developed. I started to travel. I wanted to make more money. I wanted to be able to do this more efficiently. So I hired a business coach. My first business coach cost me $10,000 and it was an insane investment. But to be honest, I do not regret it because what happened when I decided that I'm putting $10,000 and betting on myself and investing in myself changed everything for me. Something that I thought was impossible for me to do, create a group program and have it fully sold out for the price that I wanted happened immediately. I took my content much more seriously. I got better clients. I was able to do my job full time and make a lot of money in a very short period of time. I made almost $100,000 in like four months, giving 100% of my effort to my business and believing in myself. Part of that effort was starting this podcast as a project where at the beginning of the podcast, it was a daily podcast that I actually created the episodes and edited them myself today. Thank God I have an editor. Thank you, Daphne. I love you so much. But I was creating an episode every single day while running a business, while creating social media content. Like I was doing everything on my own. And after making enough money, I decided, okay, I actually do want to stop here. I want to travel the world. I haven't 
ever traveled alone. It's a big dream of mine. I have the money to do it now. Let's go. And that's when I started my traveling journey when I first traveled to Austria, where a lot of you guys started listening to this podcast then. And if you haven't, I think that the podcast episodes from Austria are actually the best ones. But that's where a lot of people see me as like this free spirit that gets to live and travel and work for herself and do whatever she wants. But obviously there was a lot of hard work behind that and a lot of things that I had to build that people had no idea that I built for years in order to allow myself to do that. Showing up online has earned me this blessing of a life that sometimes I take for granted and forget how hard I work to get here. And part of that hard work was not just the technical parts of making things. I always said making content is the easiest part of making content. It's actually the philosophy that I was committed to from the day that I started. And it's a philosophy that I still live by and that I love to teach people now where you don't give up on who you are no matter what, no matter what the algorithm is doing, no matter what will help your account grow. I never did things to grow followers fast. I never went into these like trends that people were doing on reels. I never made content like other people. I was always really committed to my authentic voice, my authentic expression, my values. In many points, there were times where obviously things were happening in Israel and I was tested, you know, what's more important to me, my income, my, my business, what I've built or my values. And I've always and consistently chosen to be in alignment with my values and speak my truth and really find my own style, my unique way of doing things. And that's the only way that I think people can build a quality community of people. And I'm not talking as someone who has 100,000 followers or 200,000 followers or even a million followers. I'm talking as someone who has less than 15,000 followers on Instagram and was able to build all of this because it's quality over quantity. You want to build a quality audience and it's not hard to do. It just takes consistency and dedication and the right formula, understanding that what social media coaches are selling you and things that people are telling you to do is actually making you look like everyone else and not going to work. It's the more that you're able to embrace who you really are offline, of course, first, the more you're able to share that, the more likely you're going to attract the people who need you most. And at so many points, really, I could talk about this forever. At so many points, I was afraid of sharing different parts of myself or embracing different parts of myself and questioned if I should share this or I should share that, or maybe I should hide this part of me, whatever. I've learned with experience that all of those things, the minute I embraced them and shared them proudly, attracted the people that wanted to pay me, that wanted to follow me, that wanted to listen to my podcast, that wanted to be a part of my community because of who I am. Not because of what I know, not because of what I look like, and not because of anything that anyone can ever replace or take from me. Behind this brand, let's call it the Life by Taylor brand, there has consistently been a dedication and a promise to be who I am authentically in every moment. And that means at times being myself authentically meant being myself and being in a lower place with lack of motivation. And other times it's been showing up as my best, brightest, full out, extreme, you know, whatever self with no shame, without holding back. And it's been really healing for me. The first pieces of content that I made that attracted my audience were pieces of content that were very vulnerable. And again, this wasn't at a time that I had a coaching business. I had no interest in mind, but actually to share and to release shame for things 
that I knew people hold a lot of shame for. I think the first picture that had that effect on people was a picture of a before and after picture of me crying hysterically leaving my apartment with my ex-boyfriend and moving into an apartment with a new boyfriend and how hard it was to have faith that the same thing wouldn't happen and believing that love is worth taking chances no matter how many times your heart breaks and taking risks no matter how many times your heart breaks or sharing posts about when I had a panic attack for the first time and really just being vulnerable and this was at a time where it was way less popular or way less trendy to share videos and pictures of yourself crying and showing parts of your life that normally people were not sharing at the time. Instagram was very much mostly a highlight reel, way more than it is now three years ago. And more and more, I love seeing how we welcome and embrace vulnerability on these platforms. And that is one of the key pieces of my philosophy. But there are so many other things that I learned from experience and from working really, really hard that I am enjoying teaching people now because I see how I can take something that took me years to learn and they can apply it when they're just at the beginning of their journey. And it's actually so fulfilling for me to be able to do that for people. So here's what I want you to take away from this episode. If you are building a brand, if you're showing up online, if you want to use social media, don't let social media change you. If anything, become more of yourself, embrace more of yourself, do the inner work. Yes, the inner work matters to see what parts of myself do I not feel are worthy or that I hide or I'm ashamed of that don't make sense if I want to be a life coach or don't make sense if I want to be famous or don't make sense. Those are the things that are actually your biggest assets. They are actually the things that you need the most. They are your competitive advantage. They are the things that you actually need to share most really and not hide anymore. But this isn't so easy to do and I know that. And if you want to learn more about how to unpack and understand and overcome the fear of being perceived by others as you are authentically, how to show up authentically offline and then online and to use social media as a really powerful resource to fuel whatever it is you desire. And really, it's very hard for me to think of a career or a job path or anything in today's day that wouldn't benefit from having a personal brand or an online community or portfolio of your work. So I know it's important to 90% of people. If you want to do that work, if you want to learn from me, if you want to learn from the years of experience that I have doing this, then this free masterclass on Sunday, or maybe the recording if you're listening to this after, is for you and I highly, highly recommend joining. I've never shared these things before. I have literally been taking notes on this topic for the past year, whether it's on my phone or in my notebook, I swear to you. And I am just full of enthusiasm and energy to share them with other people. So I'm excited to see as many of you there as possible. It's free, it's on Sunday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Click the link below to register. Obviously, there are many little details and little chapters within the chapters of my story, but I saw that this episode is getting very long. I'm sure that the stories will come out in different episodes that I create moving forward. I will save some gems for you guys in the coming episodes. I just want to wish you all again a happy, happy new year wherever you are listening to this. I love you and I appreciate you being part of my community and I will be back next week. Thank you and I'll see you at the masterclass.